Salt. Pass the salt. We need salt over here. It's time for Pass the Salt. Pass the salt. But we like to share the gospel without any backbone to it, see. The views, opinions, and seemingly outrageous comments expressed on this program are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach. I gotta ask you this out there, Christian America. It's time for Pass the Salt with a coach, Dave Daubenmeyer. Well, if I look like I've just been to the dentist and the dentist is drilling a hole in my tooth and it's aching, it's because I, I got to go get on a plane. I got to go through TSA and play that whole game here, flying to Dallas later on for Hear the, Hear the Watchmen. You know, just all the, all the joy out of traveling, doing this kind of stuff, just is, the devil just tries to he, steal your joy, man. That's all, that's all he tries to do. I, I remember the times that years ago when, Boy, the idea, if I told somebody that Michelle and I were flying to Dallas for a convention, I'd have been so excited. Now it's like dread. Are you kidding me? i got to go there and take off my pants and let them finger me and do that. Uh, that's where it all started, you know, 911, right? The Patriot Act, right? And that shoe bomber. Does anybody know anybody ever really, did it ever dawn on anybody maybe the shoe bomber was a plant? But they put him on there and did that shoe thing so they could make you go through the airport and take off your take off your shoes and pull down your pants and open your mouth and that invasion. The idea that you are guilty until proven innocent. You cannot get on that plane until you prove you don't have a bomb. It's, I'm telling you, man, As the older I get, the more I look back over my shoulder and I see that I should have sooner stood up. I should have stood up sooner against a lot of this stuff at all. It's been a total complete conditioning of all of us down down through the ages. And, you know, we were doing the show the other day on, uh, on truth, which I don't know what you guys think. That was one of the most profound shows I think we've ever done. And I laughed so hard at the end of it yesterday when you guys were, when everybody started throwing all the lies out there. And the truth is, the truth is uh, that we know more lies than we know truth. And that really is, it really is where we are. Right. So I got to go get on an airplane, Michelle and I, and we got to, you know, got to put a mask on. You can't, oh my goodness. Like sit around there, but all those vaccinated people. We've prayed Psalm 91. By the way, pull that up there right now. Pull up there if you can. Jonathan, I didn't even give it to you, brother. Go to Bible Gateway. Bible Gateway would work, any of them. Just type in BibleGateway.com and then type in Psalm 91. Because I'm going to pray that over. I know others are going to Dallas this weekend. I know others are traveling. I know others are doing other things, okay? Who says, Coach, I want to read that this morning, other than Myra. i got to let Myra get in here. Who wants to read Psalm 91 over all of us today? Somebody say, Coach, I will. It's a big moment. Come on. I will. Good. There it is. Who said that, by the way? Gail. Thank you, Gail. Go ahead, Gail. Go ahead. Folks, pray this. This is a form of spiritual warfare, and and Michelle and I try to pray this every every day. In fact, this is the one that when we went to the uh, uh, Serpent Mounds, Michelle started praying this. Ooh, those demons got... Whew, they manifested for sure. So this is a this is more than a psalm. This is a spiritual warfare psalm, Gail. So as you read this, I'm going to amen it. So you hear me, amen. You don't have to stop. You just keep on going. Go ahead. Okay. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Amen. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God in him will I trust. Amen. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. Amen, he will. He shall cover thee with his feathers. 
and under his wings shalt thou trust his truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Amen. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Amen. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. Nor COVID or shedding or anything like that. Amen. A thousand shall fall at thy side and 10,000 at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Get away from me, Satan. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Yes, Lord. Reward him, Lord. The Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high thy habitation. That's where I dwell. Thank you, Lord. There shall no evil befall thee. Neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. A pound of those stakes in, Lord, and not coming near me. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Not only me, Lord, but all those connected with me, all my family, my grandchildren, Lord. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and the ass. Oh, yeah, I'm treading. Young lion the young walking dragon today. shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore shall, therefore will I deliver him. Mm-hmm. I will set him on high because yes. he hath known my name. Amen. He shall call upon me and That's I will me. answer I'm going to call him. He's going to answer me. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. Yes, Lord. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. I receive that, every bit of that, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Myra, come on in, piggyback on top of Psalm 91 this morning. Good morning. Good morning hey, folks, Saint hang Michael. on, Myra, Myra, before you sing, before you pray, Myra, Doug Hagman's uh, granddaughter was rushed to the hospital last night with mm-hmm. uh, just some, some pretty serious issues, three-year-old granddaughter. So keep, uh, keep her in your prayers today. They did steal baby Cyrus. Keep that family in in your prayer, that whole situation in your prayer. The wicked government, the wicked, wicked government. I'll get into that here in a second, Lord. Go ahead, Myra. All right. Thank you, Coach. I received your text. Thank you. John 16, 13, King James Bible. How it, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that he shall that he shall speak, and he will show you things to come. John fourteen seventeen, King James Bible, Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he, for he dwelleth in you, and shall be in you. Holy Spirit, you are welcome at Coach Dave Huddle. We're reading King James Bible, Proverbs 17:22. A merry heart doth, doth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. I release the love, faith, and grace unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. My, I ached yesterday from laughing at the show. A merry heart is good medicine, folks. It's good medicine. So let's dwell in the secret place of the Most High today. Let's abide under the shadow of the Almighty. <clears throat> whatever things are true, whatever things are good, whatever things are pure, whatever things are holy, whatever things are of a good report, let's think on those uh, this day, Lord, and the covering of the Lord be upon us. Uh, no shedding, no uh, transmission, no 
No weapon formed against us today is going to prosper. And Lord, we ask for special protection over that place down there in Dallas to, uh, this weekend that nobody's going to sneak in and release something, do something crazy like that. Lord, that you would send your mighty angels to stand at the doors to prevent anything from walking in there. We decree it and declare it in Jesus' name. Amen. So Craig and the crew, Amen. Craig and the crew, they went, uh, they went out and raised some heaven yesterday. They went out, uh, Craig, can you get in there? I've got a few pictures I think we can throw up there, John. I think I sent them to you, Jonathan. I sent one of them anyway. It says, Craig, doesn't it? People's, uh-oh, wait a minute, people's coming. There it is. Well, there's there's Craig, and there's Myra, and there's Rusty, and some girl behind the scenes, and they went and handed out the real Anthony Fauci books for free. Craig, can you get in there and bark at us a little bit? Yeah, Coach, so uh, we brought down 70 books. Uh, we stopped at Myra's place. We prayed over those books. We put a little oil on them. Said, Lord, we need these to go to the right people. And uh, believe it or not, Rusty gave one to one of the uh, police officers there at the National Institute of Health that was driving around circles, checking us out, scoping us out, and was asking about patent yeah. assault ministries. But I think he was more on an investigative mode. But anyway. I'm sure he was. Yeah. <laughs> We got, uh, yeah, we handed them out. Um, well, I thought they'd go a little quicker than they did. Uh, but man, it, uh, you know, we're right at the, the beast of the, you know, well, the belly of the beast right there. But, uh, hey, that place is fake. Um, that place has got, uh, an anointing. Uh, we just hooked up with a group that has been out there since October, coach. This is not necessarily a, a Christian group, but that they're good people. And they go out there faithfully every Wednesday from 12 to about 1.30. And, wow. and have time. So what? one of the things that we want to do with Maryland Salt and Light Brigade is we don't need to reinvent the wheel. We just need to help push it. So if hey, we can find like-minded, like-minded folks, <laughs> we might not agree on everything, but we can agree on this. And uh, so anyway, that's what we did. And uh, we handed out about 50 books to pass them by motors. There just happens to be a stoplight right there where we're at. This is, the main, this is one of the main entrances into the National Institute of Health. In fact, good old Rusty there. He was giving them the Metro bus drivers. You know, so this is a, this is this is this is a medical central medical center metro stop. Okay, this is a big stop. And so, anyway, we got some good visibility, and I think even the thing called the the Washington Standard came and took our picture. Whether that gets in the you know, the wow. what. That is so cool. You guys make me so proud. And isn't it something? National Institute of Health. Don't they use the kindest words? Don't, doesn't that sound so good? In the National Institute of Health. They're well, almost actually, killing us, folks. Coach, huh? if you actually look behind the, the sign of the lady that's actually holding up the book of the real, that, that's yep. the sign behind there. If you, you can't really see it, but that's the sign for the entrance. You know, this is where people yep. come in and out. You know, they go through security and stuff. So it was so a Rusty, so, so, Craig, you and Rusty and Myra invaded enemy territory yesterday, didn't you? You invaded in. See, folks, most times we avoid enemy territory, don't we? How do you take back ground if you don't take back ground? How do you do that? So, Rusty, God bless you, Rusty, if you're out there listening. And, and Myra and Craig, you guys went into the belly of the beast and just passed some salt. Folks, that's, okay. that's what we're all supposed to. Now, folks, listen to me. Hang on, Craig. Hang on. Listen, folks. Are, are you listening to me? 
This is the gospel, okay? This is sharing the gospel. Do you understand this, folks? It's not simply going out and telling everybody how much Jesus loves them. You are spreading the gospel of the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God casts out darkness. In order to cast out darkness, you got to go where the darkness is. This is living the gospel. You understand? Yeah. Our pastors don't get it. Our church folks do not get it. We have got to go where this is going to be. Maybe this is what I'm going to talk about this weekend. We have to go where they are. We have to invade enemy held territory. Now, we can do what we just did. We can pray Psalm 91 and just pray, Lord, don't let the devil get me. I'm going to hide right here, Lord. Please don't let the devil get me. You can pray that and you can live like that. Or you can say, Lord, please don't let the devil get me because I'm going in there. I'm going into enemy held territory. Lord, put your hedge of protection around me. Lord, let me go in there. And when I go in there and I start talking about what's the truth, Lord, break their teeth. Kneecap them, Lord. I'm going to go. Folks, that's the gospel of the kingdom of God. Thank you, Coach. That came out of somewhere. That's that's the truth, boys and girls. So, Rusty, you get a. Rusty, you get a you get a medallion on your letter letter jacket. Myra, you earned your letter, and Craig, uh, you will get one of those captain pins. I think we'll put one of those captain pins on your, on your letter jacket. We appreciate yeah, well, it. One one thing is people might not be able to see there, Coach. Uh, I give my wife credit; she put those signs together for me. But Beautiful. we we used a little bit of humor. If you look at it, it says exposing Fauci, and yeah, I got a cartoon of a guy with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do liar, 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 liar pants on fire. That's the next poster we're going to do, and we'll have Fauci's head on that. So but make, them, make it fun. So, folks, listen, we need more of this. We need This is what I'm going to talk about in Dallas today. We need more of this. Hey, uh, Jonathan, Jared, whatever. Hey, Jonathan, make sure this picture gets into those pictures that we're – that you know what I'm talking about? No, make sure that this gets in there. Because what, what I'm going to talk about in Dallas, I'm sorry. Listen, I got some great stuff today, but I'm being pulled a different direction. Well, I've been to a lot. I've been to a lot of conferences. By the way, you could again. I say that a lot, don't I? By the way, um, hey Chad will be making fun of me here. By the way, in a, in a second, just saying, Chad. Um, I go to a lot of these conferences, and all of you know the idea of the big head and the little stick man. And that's what I'm going to emphasize again. And I'm going to say this too. We have to be careful because that's becoming some of us as well. Some of us. Head knowledge and no action. And we have got to, we live in unbelievable times, man. And we have got to move into action. We have to spring into action. Now, the whole one of the whole goals of the Salt and Light Brigade when we first put it together, and this is what I'm going to really trumpet this weekend, Chad, so you listen out there, you'll, you'll know, is... We'll go to this conference. That, well, I told you when we went to the one, uh, the Clay Clark event, there'll be, I don't know, there are 3,000 there. There'll be maybe, I don't know, a couple hundred, 300 people here t- today, tonight, tomorrow, whenever it is. And uh, a lot of them will leave there. There'll be, there'll be people who will come up from Oklahoma. Uh, Randy will drive in. I'm just saying, I don't know. People drive in from Oklahoma. And one will sit on one side of the room, and somebody else drives in from Oklahoma, and they sit on the other side of the room, and they don't even know each other were there. They don't even know. And they're always complaining about the fact, golly, there's no fighting alone out there. There's anybody to fight with. It's because nobody organizes it. Nobody brings a team together. 
that's going to be one of the things I'm going to try to emphasize in Dallas this weekend is, hey, we're, we're doing something. Will you, will you get involved? Will you get involved here? When you step out, you're going to find more people who want to step out with you. They're all looking for leaders. And some of you have been in here for five years, six years. Come on. Get out of your comfort zone. We have, oh, man. All politics is local. All impact is local. Everything. Everything is local. So I want to encourage all of you. I was looking today at this. I was going through the schedule, our, our schedule, and uh, it's a little thin. Come on, man. Come on. Let's get some of these things up and running. And I'll try to come anytime I can. I'll try to come and be part of it. But let's put the cry out. Let's find out. You say, well, Coach, there really aren't very many people around here. I don't, I'll be right with you, Angie. I don't, I don't know who will come. I, don't, I flew to Dallas, Texas. No, no. Austin, Texas, for my first ever Salt Light Brigade meeting with Chad Estes. I flew all the way down there, and Chad uh, tried to put together a Salt and Light Brigade meeting. We brought in Rusty Thomas as a speaker. So Rusty Thomas to speak, Coach Dave to speak. I brought in Rusty because he lives in Waco, just up the street. So Chad Estes shows up. We get a church. We, we walk in there, and we sit down, and we wait, and 7 o'clock comes, and I look around, and it's Chad, his wife, Michelle, Rusty, me, that might have been it. And I got up there and preached, and Rusty got up there and preached. And I never said one time, well, screw up, Chad. Fly me all the way down here for, hell, I could have done this on the telephone. Never said that one time. I walked out the door, locking the place up, and a car pulls in the parking lot, and it was Glenn and Karina. Glenn got out and said, hey, listen, we got caught in traffic in Dallas. Uh, I'm sorry, we missed it. What's going on? I said, well, let's go over to Whataburger, whatever it was, one of those hamburger joints. We sat down, and that was the birth of the Texas Salt and Light Brigade. Despise not the days of small beginnings. If you're sitting around waiting for somebody else to do it, it ain't going to get done. It ain't going to get done. I'm just telling you. And we are, we are at a critical, critical time in, Amer- in American history. We, they, they are going to write books about where we are right now. This is Paul Revere. This is, uh, uh, this is the shot heard around the world. This is Paul Revere's ride. This is the Minutemen at Lexington Green. That's, folks, that's where we are. See, we never understand. I used to say this about my coaching during a football game, that the most critical moment of the football game is probably one you don't even realize. Now, sometimes during the course of the game, there would be a play, a call, something when you knew, man, this is a big play. It could have been in the first quarter. It could have been in the third quarter. It could have been early in the game where you're trying to establish a toughness. You never know when that big play is going to happen. And so some of you are out there, you aren't doing anything because you say, well, I'm not a quarterback. I'm not a what, – what, what can I do? What can I do? Well, you're in here every day, aren't you? You're in here every day. You can't, you can't put something together. You can't find like-minded people. You don't know any like-minded people. You don't know anything that we can – you don't know any, know any seeds we can throw in the ground and water and watch it spring. Come on, man. Come on. Because your community is – your community is going to be under assault. And whether you realize it or not, you may hold the key. Right now, what you do right now, you may not bloom for three or four or five or six months, but it's going to bloom, and it's going to bloom at the proper time. But not if you don't do something. Quit pointing the finger at everybody else. Time to move. Got to do some stuff. What a time to be alive. Angie, come on in. You've been waiting a while. So I know Angie's doing it all over the place. Come on in, oh, Angie. My, 
Oh, my gosh, Coach Dave. What a powerfully anointed opening monologue this morning. I just want to say you are speaking my language. I have been trying to do this for the last 18 months, trying to get people out of their homes to go to their local government meetings, and everybody has an excuse. I can't go because it's at the time that I work, or I can't go because I have every excuse in the book, and conservative Christians are the worst. Amen, they are. They don't even even show up when they say they're going to come. They lie and say they're coming and don't come. They lie. And the problem of it is, is you're absolutely right. No one is coming in to save you. You have got to go out and save yourself and save your families and save your communities. If you're Mm -hmm. sitting at home every night watching TV or on your computers, that's not doing anything. That's just being a keyboard warrior. You have got to get out of your house. And I absolutely believe in the power of prayer. But in Mm -hmm. the mornings when you pray, get up off your knees and go out. You cannot stay on your knees all day and hope somebody's going to ride in and save you. I saw a great meme the other day that said, Jesus, you know, you know, God can move mountains. Faith can move mountains. But you have to pick up a shovel. So yeah. if you're not going to go out and you're just going to continue to complain about the problem, you are the problem. Mm-hmm. Angie, I'm drafting you on the team. I'm going to put, I'm going to put you, I don't know where I'm going to put you. You're captain of the special team or something. We, that's, hey, that's it, right? That's it. And Angie, I know this. Even though I don't know you real well, I know you well enough to know that you're putting feet to your faith. You ain't just mouthing it; you're doing it. You've got more things going on than ten, than thirty people in this. You're doing more, more by yourself than thirty people in here. Well, I, I tell you what, I have six counties, and some of those groups are not real big. We only get maybe a half a dozen people at a time. But I'm telling you, they've been very faithful, and they continue to go to our government meetings. They continue to come back to report to each other. They're talking to their neighbors. They're talking on things on social media. They're posting what they're discovering on social media. Part of that mm-hmm. is, as Liberty Mel says, being that citizen journalist, which is incredibly crucial, right? Yes. Getting out there yes. and just letting people know what's happening. But that can't happen if you don't show up. And if you stop any excuses and show up, I promise you God's going to honor your presence within these dark, 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 demonic institutions. That's right. You know why? Because the Lord's ready for the Super Bowl, and he can't get us to get on the field. He's ready for this Super Bowl. (laughs) Amen. All right. We'll stay in touch, Coach. Thanks. Thanks, Angie. Oh, I love that. Folks, we get so much doom and gloom and doubt. Oh, man. Are you? I want to cuss. There's so much doom and gloom. I'm telling you, you as a football coach, you won't last four quarters if you live in doom and gloom, even if you're getting your butt kicked. I remember Watkins Memorial was ahead of us 46 to nothing at a halftime when I was at He. I had to go into the locker room down 46 to nothing. What was I going to tell those guys? What was I going to tell them? I said, well, listen. Let's go win this quarter. Let's win the third quarter. No, no, let's win the fourth quarter. Let's win this second half. You can't sit there at halftime and say, boy, they're kicking our ass. Oh, oh, and that's where we are. You have to start from where you are because where you are is where you are. And where are we? We got to move. Can sit around and play keys. Oh, my goodness. I was in a good mood because I was going to go fly on a plane today. But Angie got me going. 
It's all true. It's all true. Listen, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And the devil lies to you and tells you, well, you can't do it. Well, you call a meeting, nobody will come. Well, really? Really? I thought the Bible says that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I thought it said that. Maybe that's in the King Lane's version. That could be the King Lane's version. Pick and choose scriptures. Wait for somebody else to do it. And in fact, that's what Jesus said when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. He said, Lord, isn't there some other way? Isn't there somebody else that can do this? Come on, man, Dad. Hey, Dad, I don't want to do this. Isn't there somebody else that can? I'm looking for somebody else. i got to find that video. Always looking for somebody else to do it. Always looking for somebody else to be the one to stand up. Always looking for somebody else to say the hard, hard thing. Always looking for somebody else to be the one that pisses others off. Always looking for somebody else. We've got to do it ourselves. We've got to do it ourselves. Some of you, hey, some of you too soft. Some of you way too, hey. Some of you get offended by something somebody says in the queue and then email me about it. Oh, I almost said it. I almost said it. You can't. You'd rather fight with one another. You'd rather argue and fight with one another over doctrine and blah, blah, blah. You want to go to a school board meeting? Hell, you might expose yourself. People in your community may look around and see a real, real Christian standing up. <laughs> that guy's crazy. Yeah. You're peculiar. You're peculiar. You're not like everybody else. Why do you want to blend in? I'm not mad. Just passionate here this morning. Michelle will be stamping on the ceiling here in a minute. Afraid I'll wake the cat or something up there. I love my wife. She made me. She made me this way. Can you imagine? Can you believe? Hang on a minute. I see your hands. I get to you. They stole that freaking baby in, in Idaho. They stole it. They stole that baby. Little baby Cyrus. Did you know that before they stole little baby Cyrus, one of the doctors in the hospital filed a report with the child protective services or the judge, whoever it was, and the doctor in the hospital said the baby is perfectly healthy and ought to be released from the hospital. Did you know that? Did you know that? And it goes to some bought-off judge. Hey, laugh all you want. I think Reggie's right. I think it's a system, baby. I think it's a system. And I knew from the beginning, even though I was praying, even though I was praying they were going to let that baby go. When I saw that thing from that doctor, I said, well, the judge has got to let it go. Judge has got to let it go. No, no, the judge doesn't have to because, see, she, yeah, she is connected to somebody else in this whole mess. Don't think that's not going on. Now, whether it's for trafficking purposes, whether whatever, whether it's so your office looks good and his office looks bad, whatever it is, I can promise you there is a, as George Carlin said, it's a big group and you ain't in it, baby. And that's what we're dealing with. And so they get hundreds and hundreds of people standing outside the hospital saying, let that child go. And the judge says, nope, and takes that child and gives it to the custody of the government. And people say, well, they must have been doing something wrong. Government wouldn't do that. Wake the hell up. Wake the hell up. Are they going to traffic the child? No, because we're going to pray against that. But I can promise you that's their intention. And if you think that that's, that, 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 that's BS, I don't, even know what the, I don't even know what the hell to say to you. Just, just Google anywhere. Just 
No, don't use Google. Just duck, duck, go anything on child trafficking and see what a big business it is. And some of you get pissed. I'm going to say it. Some of you get pissed at Reggie because she's always talking about saving the tiny hearts. And it makes you mad. Oh, Reggie's mean. No, Reggie's fighting. Reggie's fighting like a woman. Reggie's fighting like a somebody who gives a damn about those little kids that are going to be trafficked. She cares about that. Now, why does she care about it? Because she has seen it happen to others. And she says, we've got to stop this. And they say, oh, Reggie's a kook. Reggie's a kook. You're a kook, Reggie. You're peculiar. And I'm going to tell you, oh, Lord, help me out, Lord. There are experiences, dear friends, outside the Bible. And if you live only in the Bible realm, you are useless to anybody but you. And I don't know. Hey, I know some of these people who've been trafficked or satanically, ritually abused. Uh, I, I know. Anyway, here's my point. They don't know the Bible. But they know what the hell happened to them. And we Christians, we get in, in here and we say, well, what Bible verse does they have for that? We're so freaking. I'm, I'm hammering it today, by the way. And I don't care if you like it or not. I'm a truth speaker. I'm telling you the truth. And we're arguing over whether somebody used cussed and they're raping babies, stealing babies from parents. Oh, he's do you hear coach? He said hell twice today. That's not very righteous. I get it. I get it. I talk like that for effect. Huh? I'm not some guy that stands up in the Senate and says, I'd like to address my friend across the aisle who wants to murder babies. My gentleman friend across the aisle. Is that how the Christians are supposed to play? Oh, I can't listen to Coach. He said, poop. Oh, my God. I'm telling you, folks. Anybody picking up what I'm laying down? Huh? Anybody understand what I'm talking about here? And listen, I don't care how many religious folk I scare off. I hope I can scare off more of them. Because in my opinion, most religious folks aren't worth a hoot in hell to the gospel of the kingdom of God. Somebody say amen. That would have been a amen. great point to say amen. Amen. In here. It includes some of us in here. Mm. We're worried about my mouth. Oh, he's not very right. He's not very right. Really? Look at the fruit. Look at the fruit. What's the Bible say? You shall know them by their fruit. And you know what's drawn some of you? Some of you never seen a real man. Some of you never seen a real Christian man. Amen. And you don't even know what it looks like. John the Baptist, you guys know who John the Baptist was? Do you suppose some of the guys didn't want to hang around him because he was harsh? Oh, you talk to the king like that? Oh, John, stop it. You're going to get us all in trouble. Right? They didn't like the way he dressed people. He, By the way, it was a Donald Trump effect too, right? Those mean tweets. We had some mean tweets right now, right? Huh? He, he, he didn't talk like a Christian should talk. In fact, Donald Trump was trying to do, <laughs> Donald Trump was doing what he could. Whether he's part of the cabal, and I don't know, but he was playing the role of a 
disruptor. And what happened? We don't like being disrupted, do we? We don't want to be disrupted. Church didn't want to be disrupted. Certainly didn't want to be disrupted. And now we know that the government cheated in the election. Pastor's talking about that in the pulpit. No, we don't mix the secular here. I feel like Johnny Carson, monologue. Let me get it off of me here. All right, tell me your story. I got more. Tell me your story, not your life story. Go ahead, Jeff. Folks, just to let you know, we got meetings here in Knox County tonight at the uh, East Knox School School Board meeting, and then Monday night at Mount Vernon. So anybody locally that wants to come along with us, that's what we'll be doing. Last night we met, me, Tom Brandstool, and Pastor Bill, and guess who we met with? Cal Zastro. <laughs> Talk about somebody that's a disruptor. Oh, yep. my goodness. He was telling us the three or four different states he's got charges coming up in court dates with rescue. And I'm, I'm thinking, and all I'm doing is going to stupid little school. We ought to all be in jail, Jeff. We ought to already be in jail, folks. Yeah. We ought to be so, in there, there ought to be a thousand people in jail in Boise, Idaho this morning. And then Saturday morning, I'm taking Harry down, the guy with the traffic, human trafficking that teaches us. And we're going down to meet that kook in Waverly, Ohio for breakfast. Yeah. Watch out. Reggie. Better be careful down there, huh? Hey, better be careful. I hear Reggie's a witch. That's what I hear. Oh, yeah, that's what I hear. Reggie's a witch. You stay away from her. She's a witch. huh? Come on in, Reggie, you old witch. <laughs> Coach, I haven't slept. I have been convicted in my heart. And I'm going to say something. That baby out there, baby Cyrus, well, all, all these people are outside those courts and those hospitals petitioning. He's being murdered. Okay. Um, I petitioned. We're not going to let it happen. Court. Hey, listen, listen. I, I have abundance of the heart. The mouth speaks. We're, we're not going to say that. We know they want to murder him, but they're not going to no, be listen successful. To me, I need you to please listen to me. Okay. Here's what's happening. People are, are saying they're awake, but they're not awake. They're petitioning to government seats. They're throwing incense to false gods. They're petitioning to the bail courts. They're petitioning to, to uh, Sodom and Gomorrah and asking for freedom. It has to stop. Okay, where are the Christians? They're holding signs out front of those hospitals saying, free baby Cyrus. No, they're not going to free baby Cyrus, okay? They're not going to free baby Cyrus. We need to go get that baby from these monsters. We need to start speaking up. We need to open our mouths and call them out and expose every single one of them. And I have been asking people to help me, and nobody wants to help me. Nobody wants to stand in the face of these monsters. No, hey, let's go down to our local government. Let's go down to our local government. And let's uh, let's try and take their seats. You're not going to take Bale's seat. Trust me, people. Stop the shit. Stop holding signs. Get your asses where you need to be and open your damn mouth and start doing some warfare. Take that baby from them. I can't get there. I've tried. Now I have no men that want to help me go down there. I'm willing to sacrifice. Make yourselves uncomfortable. Stop drinking your damn lattes. Wake up. They're coming after your children. They are coming after your children. Folks, all they have to do is make an accusation against your child, and they got your child. You understand? You saw what just happened. The doctor said, doctor said that baby is healthy and ought to be released. And if you think Reggie's wrong, why didn't they release the child to the granddaddy? Why didn't they do that? 
Why didn't they release the baby to an aunt? Why didn't they release the baby to whatever? And then keep an eye on it to make sure to monitor it, make sure. No, 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 no. They have to. And so when, when they challenge, when they stand outside and hold signs and challenge Goliath, challenge that behemoth, the behemoth ain't going to give in. They will harden their hearts. You get it? You better get this. You better get this. Because it may be babies today. It may be weapons tomorrow. It may be dollar bills and bank accounts the next day. This is exactly how they work. Inch by inch, they take ground. But we pray for raptures. I had to say it. I had to say it. It's the greatest. There may be a rapture. And if there is, I'm on it. But it has been the greatest disarming of the American church in the history of the world. People sitting around play, praying and waiting on a rapture. Boom. There, I said it. There, I said it. I said it. Come on in, Dr. Paul. God's greatest gift to us is life. I said it from the beginning. Um, once they, once the public figures out what's going on. It all unfolds, my friends. I mean, it's about pedophilia. It's about sacrifice of these kids. Have you ever had somebody hand you a dead baby? I'm an adult doctor. When that happened to me, I I still still have nightmares over it. And that was just a prelude to what's happening right now. Um, Paul, what about what what about a um, molested rape baby? You ever seen one of those? Because there are plenty of them out there. Make a lot of money. folks just Google child trafficking. What do you think they're doing with those children? What do you think they're doing with them? Well, so, coach, this is uncomfortable, coach. Yeah, I know this. So that'll be <laughs> been there, done that, coach. It's a personal yep. thing with me, if you know yep. what I'm saying. You heard me in Ohio. I was <laughs> uncomfortable as hell. It wasn't about COVID. It wasn't about anything. It was about what I know to be true. And I've said it from the beginning. It's about the sanctity of life. You started killing our babies in 1972 and you made it legal. Made it legal. And I'm telling you, there, folks. I hope the devil's listening. They come after my grandbaby like that. They're going to get, I'm going to get more than a lawyer. You know, we I'm got talking a about? lot of men doing this. All we have to do is find them. They'll be in there. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. I ain't getting me a lawyer. Well, if it is, it'll be uh, Mr. Uh, attorney that, from the law firm Smith & Wesson, if you know what I'm – you think I'm kidding? You think I'm kidding? They're, steal, they're stealing those – David. They're stealing their child. We don't care. Silver. Coach, uh, I had difficulty getting in this morning. I had no idea why. Okay, I had no audio when I was in the room. Everything worked. Because I run two different recorders and all this stuff. I have to preset all this stuff and come in. And I could not get any audio out. <laughs> so I'm going to take that first part, like a seven or eight minute segment. And I'll attach it to whatever I got going. And I have a doctor's appointment this morning for my feet. But Reggie is right. If we're in a war, why don't we act like we're in a war? Okay. We don't believe it. That's right. We don't believe it. We think somebody else will take care of it. It's not our mailbox, Joe. It's not our mailbox. Okay. And pardon my language. I'm a submarine sailor. If they think that they're going to try and do something like that with my grandchildren, 
okay, or with my great-granddaughter, okay, if she got sick or something like that, okay, guarantee you this old man's ass is going to be there somehow, regardless of whether I'm able to drive or not, <laughs> okay? I can't even go to this stupid meeting because I can't drive. I can drive. I think I can, but everybody's afraid I'm going to black out along the way somewhere. So I'm stuck here at the damn house, all right? And I really wanted to go to this thing, really did. And it's not like I didn't have money. I just have no way to get there. Where are you, Joe? We'll get, get somebody to pick you up. Where are you, Joe? No, no, I've, I've already talked to everybody that's that's coming that's in Texas, out of Texas. It's too far. I mean, we're talking 40 miles, home and back, home and back, and that kind of thing. And, you know, I mean, and it's a, it, it is a real problem. Okay, and I understand the nature of the problem because Dallas traffic ain't nice. Right? <laughs> I will yep. sit here and watch you on TV. That's that's not a problem. I can do that. And uh, it, but I, I mean, I'm like Reggie. I'm stuck. Okay, and I get really, really, really angry. So all I can do is pray. All right. And if somebody comes to me and say, "Oh, come on out of the house," you don't have to just pray. I'm ready to knock them out clean across the street all right because some people cannot get out all they are all they can do is pray amen 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 Amen, melissa gotta mute yourself melissa if you went in michelle go ahead i know you're ready michelle hello somebody nobody Somebody? Nobody? Okay, cool. Nobody wants in? Did you say Rochelle? Yes, twice. Oh, three times a lady. Good morning, team. Um, yes, you, you. thanks for keeping us informed yesterday with baby Cyrus. And uh, I just want to say I could not sleep um, when, when I got that message. And uh, my eyes are swollen from crying about this. And th- this is what I've been thinking. They have put up this pretend stage government that we go out and that we fight against. We're, we're here fighting against this government with the capital letters or lower, whatever. And it's the wrong one. We, we can never get to the people we need to get to. They keep us so busy in lawfare and with this stuff that we, can, we can't even get to the real people. We're just wasting our time. And, um, and um, Reggie, God, girl, I hear it in your voice. I'm there, I, we all want to do more. If we could storm in and take these children, I think I, I think we would do it. I wouldn't. I have no problem dying. That's not the problem. I just don't want to die for nothing. I don't want to end up rotting away in jail for nothing. I'll yeah. do it. The problem is, how do we do it? We don't have the generals leading the army. Hey, hey Rochelle, how about this one, Rochelle? They got those guys still locked in from January 6th and let Jesse Smollett out. <laughs> Did you guys see that? They let Jesse Smollett out as they keep the other guys locked in. Huh? They're daring us to do something. They They're want to us hurt to us and put us in jail. Yeah, it's 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 Luciferian. It's Luciferian for sure. Got to show you this real quick as I pass through where we're heading. Spencer or uh, Jonathan, pull up number four. Pull up number four. Hey folks, gotta you gotta have your eyes to the ground. Gotta have your eyes to the ground. Gotta have your nose to the t- trail. 
Look at this. Did you guys see this Walmart distribution center catches fire near Indianapolis? The entire Walmart went up in flames. Something incredible like 30 million dollars in stuff burned up in Walmart. Wow. I wonder if this would have anything to do. Hey, folks, do fires just start like this at Walmarts? Do fires just start? And the next thing you know, the entire place is in. Does that just happen? Does that that just happen? Oh, sure. Huh? I wonder if this is going to disrupt any of the food supply going on out of that Walmart to people who might be hungry. Everything up in flames. Hey, folks, that's a, that's a picture of America. It's up in flames, and we don't even know it. Did you guys see this? Do you see this on the news? How, folks, how does a fire start like this and spread like this? I, I don't have an answer either. I don't have an answer. Okay, listen, I want to leave. Uh, it's been, I've been beating you up a lot. I want to, encu- I want to encourage you. It's not natural, Coach. There's no way that thing's natural. Ain't no way that that's natural. Go ahead, Jack. Well, you're, it's in a totally government-sanctioned safety program. It is absolutely not natural. Um, the other thing is, Coach, um, small beginnings. You talked earlier about small beginnings, small groups. We, we're, we're not prepared to go to a literal war in a hospital and extract that child because we haven't done the small things to get arrested for something that they can't hold us on. We have to practice and we have to train how to be warriors, not just reactionists. Jack, there there will be casualties. Folks, it's war. There will be casualties. Sorry. That's what it is. That's what it is. Gary, come on in. Got on mute, bud. <clears throat> Sorry. There you Coach, go. I've been, I've been part of uh, building distribution centers for uh, a company for many years. And I know for a fact that they have fire suppression systems that are supposed to contain the fire so it doesn't spread. There is no way that that building, unless that fire suppression system was compromised on purpose, that it would take out the whole facility. It should only be confined to a specific area that allows the fire departments to get there and then to put it out completely. Gary, they said as soon as they got there, they were in a, defen- they were in a defensive position. In fact, the guy fighting the fire said they were afraid they were going to run out of water. A minute when they got there, all they could do was throw water on top of it. It's an unbelievably huge, huge regional distribution center out of uh, Indianapolis because Indianapolis is in the center of America, folks. Just by accident, this thing burned. Just by accident, this thing burned to the ground. <clears throat> okay, let me uh, let me show you uh, two two things. Uh, uh, golly, okay, go ahead, Dale. Yeah, you know, tongue-in-cheek on the Asia Cortez, we don't need 18-wheelers. I get my groceries at Walmart. Brother, this is this is a strategic strike. There's yes, no doubt is. about it. My yeah. heart is heavy, and you know me, brother. My heart is heavy, uh, you know, and the fact is that for the most of the church, we sit on the sidelines and we do nothing. Isaiah mm-hmm. chapter 6 clearly says, and the Lord said, whom shall I send? Isaiah was singular by himself. 
and he said, here am I, Lord, send me. I'll do it. You know what? Just that, that's the small beginnings is not for a whole group to show up, brother. It's for one. Per- when I went to the abortion clinic for the first time, coach, I was one person, one time, show up, grab that thing by the horns and, and show up. God will show off and he might make you look good while he's doing it. Amen, buddy. It doesn't matter whether he makes us look good or not, right? He's going to give me a noogie, say, well done, my good and faithful servant. Thank you, Coach Dave. I'm sorry it cost you your life, but thank you for being out there fighting for me. I appreciate it because I'm, my, I'm the Lord thy God. I change not, and I work through people. And if you don't go, Coach, I can't go. And if you don't stand up, Coach, I can't stand up. I have to work through a person. I have to work through a body. Thank you for offering your body as a living sacrifice for me. Thank you for doing that, presenting your body to me to work through. I appreciate that, Coach. And by the way, come on in here. Huh? Oh, my goodness. Eyes not seen nor ear heard, neither entered into the heart of man the things that God has in store for those that love him. But you don't love him. You love you. Oh, there was Vinny. <laughs> you love him because he loves you. That's, it. That's why. You love him because he loves you. Right? So you both love you. That's what we teach in modern Christianity. God's just like you. He loves you. Ah, oh, what a great. You love me. I love me. Wow, what a relationship we have here, Lord. You both love me. Unbelievable. Okay, hang on. I'll get to you here in a second, Myra. Cashless Society. Real quick, I've got to show you some things. I'm going to encourage you here as we leave. We've got 11 minutes left. Pull up the Cashless Society quickly. This is coming. This is coming. Cash, cash. Those of you storing up all your money. Those of you, hey, you better hear me. You saw storing up your money. Just scroll down a second, John. Scroll down. Keep going, going. Clear on down, clear on down. It's a little chart. There it is. Here's what a cashless society means, folks. Cashless society means no cash, zero. It doesn't mean mostly cashless, and you can still use a wee bit of cash here and there. Cashless means fully digital, fully traceable, fully controlled. I think those who support a cashless society aren't fully aware of what they're asking for. A cashless society means no more tuck away cash for those preparing to leave a, domestic, a place of domestic violence. No more purchases of off market unless you uh, off marketplace unless you want to risk bank transfer fraud. No more garage sales. No more cash donations to the hungry homeless that you pass by. No more cash slipped into the hands of a child from their grandparents. No more money in uh, in birthday cards. No more piggy banks or tooth fairy for your children. No more selling bits and pieces from your home that you no longer want or need for a bit of cash in return. Less choices of where you purchase based on affordability. What a cash society does guarantee is the banks have full control over every cent you own. Every transaction you make is recorded in all your movements and actions are traceable. It's coming. It's coming. Okay, listen. Well, I, I, hey, Jonathan, get ready. Get ready for those pictures. I'm going to encourage you today. Quickly, Craig. Hi, Coach. Uh, I just want to encourage, uh, you know, just like what's going on in Ukraine, there's an air game and there's a ground game, okay? And I want to say Reggie and Rochelle and all those who stayed up and their tears, they did not fall on deaf ears. The Lord has heard you. Just like when uh, Daniel, right, Gabriel said, three weeks I was held up, okay? So this is a combination fight. And so please be in prayer and just do as the Lord leads you. Amen. Okay. Thanks. Go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. 
Jonathan, I know what you're trying to do. These are emails I sent to him. But, folks, I want to encourage you, okay? I want to encourage you. We're going to run through a series of pictures. There, there we are down in New Orleans. We showed up in New Orleans. Go ahead. Next one, John. Tony's, oh, there's, there's me and my wife. I just had to throw that one in there so you could see how much she loves me. Go ahead, next one. There we are at the circle at the Serpent Mounds. Serpent Mounds. Some of them drove all the way from Georgia. Jamie drove all the way from Wisconsin or Iowa or one of those places. Next one. Tony Spell. We were there. We were there for Tony Spell. Encourage yourself this morning, saints. Next one. Oh, there we were. We're at the gates of hell there, baby. We're at the gates of hell poking them in the eye. Dale brings that cross and puts that up there. Put those Ten Commandments out there. Blow that shofar. Huh? Yeah, we were taking back territory there, baby. We weren't sitting home in our prayer closets. Go ahead. There's a go- same thing. Go on. You're doing great, Jonathan. These are just some of the videos you guys sent me I forgot all about. That's it? Hovering, he says, it's just spinning, huh? I got a bunch more of them, friends. I got a bunch more of them. And the truth of the matter is, God moves when we show up. Now, for those who can't go, I appreciate the prayers. I get it. Do you understand that prayers, I like to use this illustration, because we prayed at the beginning of the show, Psalm 91, we prayed, right? Somebody said, Coach, it's like a... uh, it's like a squirt gun. Those great big old squirt guns. What do they call those things? You got you guys know what I'm talking about. Soakers. Super soakers. Super soakers. Oh, there we are at the Serpent Mound. There's Reggie. I'm sorry. Uh Stephanie praying over it. We're at the Serpent Mound. Folks, look. So I got a super soaker. And you can point the super soaker at the target. We give all I give all of you super soakers. And you can go all under my million dollar studio here, which is a lie. And and Squirt up and squirt the ceiling all the way around through here. Or you can take a, there's Rusty and those guys. You can take your super soaker and all point it at the same target. And if we point the super soaker at the same target, we'll eventually poke a hole through that. That's what we have to do. This is Rusty and the guys in Maryland out there handing out for the truckers. Any more, Jonathan? So, so look, look, when we pray today, it's the same thing. It's the magnification of the power. When two or more, the Bible says when two or more touch and agree, right? Two or, look at all those people. They're all on our side. They're all on our side. They don't want us out doing this. They want, they, they want us home, hiding. They're going to try to starve us, keep us locked up, keep us hidden away. That's a That's a COVID there. I don't know why we couldn't get some of the other pictures up there. The Serpent Mound. I mean, Chappaqua, New York three times. We've been to <clears throat> well, we could just ride, we could just run, run right down through them. A whole list of things we've done. Places we've gone. Difference that we're making. And I'm telling you, folks, we need some of you back in the game. We need some of you back in the game. Now, some guys pout. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They pout and suck their thumb because they didn't get to be in charge and they didn't get to do this. And if I was coaching on a team, they would never get on the field. But it ain't about you. It ain't about you. And if you won't play because you don't get to be quarterback, get the hell out of here. Sorry. It's the way I see it. You want to be quarterback? 
You think this job's easy? Huh? You think this is job is easy? Deal with all the moaning and groaning and emails about this guy said this and that guy said that and oh he was wrong here and she missed it here. You think I'm you think I'm bullshitting you? That's half my day. Infighting among brothers and sisters when they're stealing babies. Boom. Oh. I repent of swearing, Lord, but I'll probably do it again. I repent. Come on in, Craig. People telling me, how do they get, how do they get to be my, how do they get my ear? How do you get my ear? Do something great. (laughs) That'll catch my attention. Go ahead, Myra. Yes. um, Good morning. Once again, and all I can say, thank you, Holy Spirit, because you're moving with the heart of people. And Acts 13.52 reads, and the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Reggie. Thank you, uh, Dr. Gosling. Thank you to everybody for all the beautiful work we keep on doing. Thank you. Myra shames some of you puffed up theologians. She shames you. With the little that she knows, she goes. You sit home and analyze end-time prophecy as if it didn't happen right in front of us. I'm not mad. It just seems like it. Nobody else got anything to say? Nobody else? I'll hang up now and go, I got to catch a plane. I'm leaving on a jet plane. Come on in, Jerry. Hey, Coach. I just wanted to say you're on fire this morning. I am. Um, you're over the target. The minute I, uh, I put up my hand the last time, I had computer yeah. problems and it crashed. You're on it. Then we're on it, man. Ben Davis is on it. Come on in, Ben. Sergeant hey, Ben. <laughs> Captain. Captain no. Ben, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, I want to share Luke 6, 9 with you guys. The Lord just gave me this little video. I'm sorry. Luke uh, 9, 62. He who puts his hand to the plow and turns back is not fit for the kingdom of God. So let us put our hand to the plow and Uh. let us go forward following God. Because what do you do when you're plowing? You follow the oxen, right? (laughs) You guide the oxen. But the Lord is leading you to the plow. Thank God. That's why a lot of people don't want to put their hand to the plow, Ben, because they are looking back. (laughs) Hey, what happened to Lot's wife? She looked back. (laughs) Move forward. Clay, go. Good one, Ben. When your moment comes, folks, be ready. Be ready. Don't miss your chance. No, no, no. Be ready, and your moment will come. Don Vosco. Stay fighting, folks. You got to stay fighting. Thank you. They're going to be last night. We made a difference. I'm pretty sure. Or God, um, not me. They're going. They're going to be writing history books about what we did at this time. That's what I think. I believe it. And there are people that you know who are going to be having statues built after them. You think I'm kidding? Coach, Coach, there are more people that are willing to listen to Jesus now. And I saw it in that crowd last night. I saw it at the Capitol. (laughs) They're there. I handed out more cards and talked more Jesus last night 
and life than I ever have. Amen. I sent a lot of people towards Ray, too, last yesterday. Praise the Lord, baby. Praise the Lord. Folks, we're heading to Dallas. My wife and I are going to get on the plane and fight off all the shedding and all that stuff. Then we're going to get there, and we're going we're gonna to talk about what we talked about here this morning. Get those pictures, show those pictures, and tell them prayer ain't action. Prayer empowers action. Say it again. Prayer empowers action. See you tomorrow from Dallas. God bless you.